Hey guys, Toku Secrets back for another review. Can you believe it? Because I can believe it. Anyway, we're here to do Common Rider episode 9? Yes, 9. 9. And as always, I'm your host, Rizwan, the ever so amazing Commander Drake of Anime Secrets, and CMD Drake on Twitter and Instagram, and the badass Blue Commander of a. Otaku Sentai Vids Ranger, and I'm joined by... What is up? I'm Nathan Desa. My agent's name on Anime Secrets is Boken Silver, and I am also the badass 6th Ranger, a.k.a. Silver Knight of Otaku Sentai Digi Ranger, and our third guy is... Ronald Budzi, a.k.a. the Green Terrier from Otaku Sentai Digi Ranger, a.k.a. the Black James Bond, a.k.a. Mr. You Know It Once You See It, A.K.A. Obelisk the Tormentor's little brother. A.K.A. A.K.A. We get the point moving on. Also, Blackstain's Bond. Yeah, why not? Obelisk of what? Obelisk the Tormentor's little brother. Why a little brother? Bro, the, the point is I'm his brother. You know, but really, you wanted to be Obelisk the Tormentor? You can't say the Winged Dragon of Raw? I mean... Also, yeah, but have a Raw's bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... What happened to the Trap Card of Texas? That was uh, totally last video, dude. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's to be uh, off by like a video Bro, get, or get with the times. That is like dead. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Oh, but wait, I do. You know what we're doing today? Common Rider Ghost episode 9, I think. Yeah. This time, bro free. Thank you. Well, actually, no, it, it is kind of, it does kind of have some bro-ish in it because of the icon we're getting. Okay. okay. <laughs> but not in last episode, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so if you all remember from last time, at the end of the episode, um, Mikado and Cannon are talking, Cannon still being a little icon in his hand. Uh, Cannon tells him, look, don't take all the icons from Taker, I know you want to take them all and revive me, but I don't mind being an icon, and Taker deserves to live, and Mikado says, no, I haven't seen, don't worry about me, I got this. I will all 15, and it's going to be awesome, and I'm going to rule the world, and all this other stuff, and Steve's like, no, please don't. Except he didn't say rule the world, that's me embellishing what he said. <laughs> um, meanwhile, our good old friend Alan gets a little unexpected visitor from the other world, and we haven't really decided on, on what we're calling him, because... Different subtitles and different translators have different names for him. Real quick, all his names are Zavil, Zaver, Zabaru, Zabel, and Zavil. I think I like Zavil the best of them all. Pretty much because, you know, that's kind of how his name was actually pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> and a fun fact about uh, Zavil here, uh, he is played by the same actor that played... Uh, Ken Hisatsu, a.k.a. Geki Chopper from uh, Jukin Geki Ranger. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. 
so. Some uh, Sentai throwbacks. But um, Javel is a what's called a Gamma Superior, so he's he's pretty high in the ranks of the Gamma. He's like a he's like one of the high generals. I guess he's yeah. a, a general Gamma. Is that why he has a badass mustache? Of course it is. Oh. <laughs> like that is a mustache many men I know would kill for. I mean, you you think they just allow that on any Ganma? No, no, they gotta save that for the elites. And why do you think Aron doesn't have a mustache? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Javel comes down with a grim news from Alan's father, who um, actually the thing that really matters in this series apparently. Um, the fun. Who we have so, yeah. so yeah, we're we're clued in here that there's actually some sort of a hierarchy mm-hmm. within the Ganma and and that Aron is indeed one of them. He's some he's somewhere he's some sort of royalty. Some sort because, of royalty. I don't know what kind of royalty he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Zavil tells him his majesty is unhappy with the uh, way things are going on Earth and has sent him to try and help speed things along. Which Alan gets pretty mad about. It's like, you're my babysitter, basically. You can do as you want. And uh, Alan's like, screw you, man. I'm going to go get him serious. And we're all like, get him serious. <coughs> but it doesn't even matter. Because uh, when we reconvene with the next scene we're back at the temple and Takura has finally found cramps and uh, he has dreads apparently he's gone on a vacation to Jamaica and he brings back a present for uh, Takaru which I cannot pronounce that shit queen it doesn't matter it doesn't okay, matter it's some kind of like little tiki some... man yeah and guess what the Tiki Man's not just a present because, hey, I love you. It's a hint at who our next icon is. Of course. So, once again, Gramps has made their lives easier by telling them who the 15th and last icon is. Yes, 15th and last. That's the last icon we'll, we probably will get, unless we're highly mistaken on how this all works. Which we probably are, given we're on, like, what, episode 9? Yep. I love how, I love how this is the way that the sage dot completely dodges questions because Takaru Takaru wanted to ask him about uh why why Makoto is now a common rider and mm-hmm. how the heck he got a belt because from from what he can tell the sage is the one who gives the belts out so did he give him did he give him Makoto's belt or what's going on but nah nah the sage the sage he's just like. Hey man, uh, forget forget about all that. Um, next icon, bro. <laughs> why don't you go? With, why, don't, why don't you go and get Ben K? So yeah, okay. Ben K is a. Next um, Ronald, you can explain Ben K. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Ben, basically, our right, history lesson for you guys. Okay, uh, y'all, y'all can y'all can skip if y'all don't like this. But uh, Benke is basically this uh, warrior monk who um, he participated in some big war 
and what he's known for is like being really brotherly towards his comrades and stuff and uh during during the war what happened was he and his uh group were were to hold off uh the enemy at a at a big bridge and what he would do is he would use the weapons of his fallen of his fallen comrades and uh continue fighting for extended periods of time so so yeah he's he's known as a really hardcore fighter so that's what you're trying to do today then and there's your and there, there's your bro reference by the way guys <laughs> oh. anyway so um at, like after you get to hand it's whatever they're gonna start looking for the icon obviously except the mailman comes and it's the same mailman from the uh episode? episode yeah oh wow <laughs> <laughs> and he gives him a letter from uh, it's an anonymous letter and inside is information about Dr. Uh, Igar Igarasi who is an influential uh, physics researcher who disappeared uh, roughly 10 years ago around the same time that all this stuff happened and there's paranormal activity in his lab. Dun dun dun. Um, also, um, Takeru recognizes that uh, Igar Igarasi is actually a friend of his father and probably helped with all the Ganma experimentations and the monolith and all that. So they make this a big, uh, big priority. Mm-hmm. Not only is there a photo of him and his father, there's also one of him and Gramsci all together, so now he's confused. And Gramps is no help. So he's, hope- he's hoping Igarasi can tell him more about all this. So you mean there's one big thing that wasn't revealed in 7 and 8 and wasn't forced into there? I mean, they keep something right. Reserved, right? But yeah, I mean, despite that comment, though, I am actually glad that they held back on revealing something. Yeah. So, the, the exposition here isn't as isn't like frequent as it was in the last episode, so that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Meanwhile, uh, Sianzi is off on a rooftop looking at a photo, the same one I think that um they're looking at, and he starts remembering like how he and Takeru's father Ryu are wanting to connect the world to the next generation. <laughs> And have like Ganma and humanity all connected together. For some Do it for the children. Yeah. Um, Ryu is telling him in the flashback that they're the only ones who can do this, and will they believe in him and help him? And Sanji's like, "Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll help you." Um. But then Sanji tells the Ganma to go make sure attacker follows the trail well to kind of get things moving along. So, they head to the lab, the laboratory, and uh, start asking what a strange happening, and realize things are kind of weird, because things apparently are flying around. And, uh, researcher says that, uh, 
they kind of thought that he was kind of weird, Igarasi, because he was really a little eccentric, and um, Vanis would never really come My thing is, how did stuff let's stay around for 10 years? Tokusatsu logic? <laughs> but yeah, apparently uh, this guy would only answer the phone for uh, for for real. So so they're about to uh, leave. So they're about to leave the lab, and Akari notices that Takaru is kind of thought, and you know, of course, Takaru is now feeling kind of. Like, he feels kind of guilty almost because, like, first Makoto and now Igarashi have disappeared thanks to his father. But, you know, of course he doesn't have answers because, you know, because Gramps is being kind of a troll. not like the. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anything. You know, and for the record, I mean, first the grandfather and the ninja troll and now Sinanis. What is with old man being trolls in these tokusatsu shows these days? There's also, um,. One thing I, d- I failed to mention last episode that I noticed in a um, Tumblr post. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene in the flashback somewhere where you see um, Ryu and I think Sayanzi working on the monolith. Uh, uh, and they're like standing right next to the monolith looking at it. But if you look in the back corner on the second story of the laboratory. Yeah, you can see uh, an old man, see, right? You can see Gramps. So, oh snap! Oh, wait! I always thought that that could have been like Igarashi, but yeah, it could be Sinan. Now that I'm I think, pretty sure it's Gramps. Yeah. Wow. Like, and the sage like, knows. He, that's why he knows all, who all the uh, luminaries are. Yeah, like, order to come in because he probably programmed all this. That'd be a cool twist. So. But yeah, thank you, Tumblr. But now nah, we all know the mailman's gonna be the final boss. Oh, dude, <laughs> bro, it has to be the bro. But anyway, um, so they head out to uh to where Igarashi, you know, was last seen doing his research, and they find a book full of formulas, and you know, Akari's still being the science geek, you know, let's take it and analyze it. And then they find this fan, which has this poetry written on it that, you know, create that, you know, causes him to believe that it may belong to Ben K. And, you know, since, and since it may belong to Ben K, that gives him the hint of the Ben K icon, maybe some were close. So, then while they're there, uh, they find Igarashi, uh, you know, who of course runs away, and Dakar pursues him, and... At first, Igarashi's trying to flee, but then when he hears that Takaru is Ryu's son, he suddenly, uh, you know, he stops. And, you know, of course, the first thing that Takaru asks is about his father, but Igarashi, he doesn't want to be involved because, you know, he, you know, because he believed in Takaru's father and therefore he kind of screwed up his father. So he's kind of a. So he's. You know, he has some trust issues. and if, But, of course, you know, this thing gets interrupted because Agama attacks and... Because the Gamma attacks and, you know, we get a fight and, you know, to cut a long story short, Takaru uses his Robin Hood 
Damashi and fights it off. And meanwhile, we cut back to Makoto. He's talking with Aron, who approaches him. And, you know, he's asking him for help in accelerating his plans. But then when Makoto says no, Jabber... J- okay, I guess I guess I might as well just call him Jabber, too. Um, you know, he arrives, and, you know, he's, you know, being the general, you know, he's demanding that he show it's more... like, respect, respect his authority. Respect Alan Sama. So. <laughs> so yeah, he he gets offended, and then starts uh starts fight fighting Makoto to teach him some lessons, and uh. I'm not sure if we're revealed here, but like Jav Javel is like more of a typical common rider villain. Like uh, you know he he's uh he has a human form, but he also transforms into a monster form. Yeah. So. Which is like pretty common for common uh, writer. People are people are kind of debating if they, if he should count as a common writer or not. Actually, I don't think he does. Nah, I yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, w- I I wouldn't either. But I do kind of see the argument for it. I mean, but some it, people thought that he was going to be Necrom, but I mean, no, that was too easy. We're not going to reveal who Necrom is, but... What's you know. Necrom? Find out in the next Anime Secrets. But uh, anyway... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to wait a while. <laughs> I have to say that I thought, like, I, I think I'd like to say that, like, we all called it, like, you yes. know, who Necrom was going to be. I want to say he appears in episode 15, actually. Yeah, I think so. Or she, but anyway, um, anyway, uh, Aron, Aron's pretty much like, all right, all right, boy, uh, sit, heal, stop it. We we we're done here. So, mm-hmm. so Javo has to you know respect his authority. So you know. He stops, and then he he says, "You've changed to Makoto," which which is very interesting considering how we've gotten hints that Makoto and Aron were somewhat acquaintances before, or like I I remember Aron even mentioned how they were he considered them friends. Mm-hmm. So they have they have a they have a really interesting relationship here. So, but um, anyway um, anyway um, back in the temple, Akari was uh deciphering all those all those math formulas and stuff up in inside the book, and she finds uh. She finds that Igarashi actually left a, a message that was basically um, asking Takaru's father to forgive him and for for not dying in his place and uh, bringing a certain traitor to justice. So we're getting clued in that some that someone in their little pact betrayed them and we can all guess who that was. I'm gonna call it now it was Gramps. 
You know, that would be interesting if that that I know you're kidding, but no, I'm not. <laughs> oh well. I'm yeah, writers make that. Yeah, writers make that a plot twist. That would be really awesome. Yeah. Because I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Score one for Riz. That is, if it's not Sionji, but. <laughs> no, I think Sionji is just doing his own deal. But um, but yeah um. To uh. Takuru and um, Igarashi get together again. Takuru tries to con convince him once more to talk to them. Igarashi's kind of still in depression and crap. And, uh, and uh, Takuru kind of references how he needs, he needs this info to help uh, Makoto, who is his friend, and uh, Igarashi's kind of, kind of reminded how Ryu was his friend, but you know he died on him. And so, he died like a good bro. Yeah, so Takuru kind of convinces him that, hey man, my dad might have died, but I won't die. <laughs> But even though he already did die, but yeah, but but I know I, I'm I'm just kidding. But the the real point he's he was trying to make was you know pe people die, and you know you can't expect what happens in life, but but you got to move forward, basically. And he lived so, life burning brightly until the end. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. So so Igarashi now kind of now kind of wakes up and realizes the truth and stuff. He he sees he sees some good in Takuru. He sees some real in Takuru. So he's about so he finally opens up a little. He's starting to talk, and then the Ganma comes back. It's Ganma and Mikado. It must have like a tracker or something to interrupt him at the most opportune time. Yeah. If it's not Spectre, it's, it's these. <laughs> so, the Ganma appears, and Anara uses Spider to make the Ganma visible, and um, Takara Henson's Ganma like, knocks the icon out, and Igarasi starts to go Super Saiyan. Like, I don't understand. He started glowing gold. Uh, bro. Bro, how do you mess this up? This is actually an important thing. Yeah, the Gamma ends up slap. He attempts to kill Takaru, but ends up hitting Igarashi instead. Yeah, Igarashi oh, sat. Okay. Igarashi took the, took the hit. That's I was, oh, yeah, that is true. Sorry. <laughs> Igarashi starts to glow, so... Bro, you like... <laughs> you like... I missed you, it. You water you watered down such an important thing. <laughs> so this Hagarashi starts you know, uh he starts glowing and uh you know, he says that he was happy that he was glad to meet the Karu, blah 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 blah, you know, final words and then he dies. Makes makes um, no I, I find it weird that he he 
glows golden poofs into thin air instead of you know just straight up dying <laughs> but I mean you could argue that's how what happens when you get hit by a ganma but it might have something to do with like one of the experimentations they did uh, that's kind of reaching but... I don't know <laughs> but, yeah. uh, and then so the, the Ben K fan starts to glow. And uh, Takara was able to use that to bring out the Ben K icon, you know, under the Gamma's orders, though. So, of course, Takara gets really angry because the Gamma had intended for him to, like, release the Ben K icon all along. So, you know, it, uh, so, you know, uh, Onari takes Igarashi to safety, uh, Oh, wait, he wasn't dead at this point. Wow. Okay, sorry about that mistake. But, uh, you know, he, uh, so, he, and then Dekaru uses the Benkei icon to transform into his new form. And, and a cool thing with this is that, uh, the spider, uh, the, the, the spider lantern, spider lantern thing that was a gadget, uh, once again, uh, like, much like how he, uh, clock, the uh, bat clock thing was able to work as with the, as a gun in his in his kid form. The I'm sorry, I'm kind of tongue tied here. Uh, the spider was able to combine with the gun gun saber uh, when Takaru was in Vinke form to form a hammer mode. So a quote unquote hammer. So that's pretty cool that these gadgets are able to combine with the. Uh, the weapons. I don't think Kamen Rider's ever done that before. So this isn't a common occurrence. So. That's interesting. So, Takaru and Nagama get to a fight. They head to this bridge, which, you know, makes regular appearances in Tokusatsu shows. Like, you know, I remember, like, several scenes that have appeared. Like, I remember seeing this in Kyo Yujur. I saw it in Blizzard. I've seen it in W. So, you know, uh. Yeah. Um, also, a quick note. It's the same bridge where Benke and his, uh... <laughs> really? Wow, there was a lot of history on this bridge, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, I mean, just for one specific instance, like, I think, like... I mean, I do recognize, like, common battle scenes that they have in, like, Tokusatsu shows, and I'm pretty sure, like, in the second-to-last episode of, like, Kiro Jujur, when they're all going to the base to, like, fight Devos, like, this is the base for, like, uh, No-san to say, like, hey, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna charge at these para-monsters and fight them all by myself, and... That's totally right, that's what I thought when I saw the episode, too. Oh, wow. So. That's totally correct. Mm-hmm. So... So of course, uh, guess who appeared? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Takuru, Taku, you you gotta remember, man. You're outside, man. That signal, <laughs> that signal is strong. <laughs> so Spectre shows up again, and the Gamma decides that he's just going to abandon the fight and let our two common riders fight again. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Makoto uses his King Tut form and. You know, pretty much we have another battle that's pretty much the exact same as like the Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader fight in Return of a Jedi. Um, you know, he, you know, Dakari doesn't want to fight, and you know, he's, you know, he says that he can see Makoto's 
pain and he wants to help him, but you know, Makoto's refusing and you know, he's just asking like, what does he know? What you know about me? What you know about me? What you know about me? And so, so while they're, you know, exchanging words, uh, you know, they they both uh, uh, both Takaru and Makoto like use their Omega attacks. Uh, their Omega attacks, but since uh, but in Takaru's new form, he's actually able for the first time to overpower Makoto. So this time it's Makoto who gets defeated in detentions. It's the first time for everything. But at the same time, we also have Cannon's icon appear underground, and it's closer to her brother, and Akari and Takara hear the voice, and they both flip their crap. Yeah, this is the first. This is where they first realize what's going on with Cannon. Yeah, like they started realizing at this point, things are not as they seem at all. And uh, Yurison appears and like, there's a girl's soul in that icon. And everyone's like, oh crap, this is actually canon. And everything starts to make sense on why Mikado's doing all this. Because he, he actually yells out and says, I w don't touch her. I want to gather all 15. I'm going to do whatever I have to. That's what I'll bring her back. And then he leaves. Um, yeah. That, that was so pretty much... That we you know, there's a scene, uh, Javel and Aron, they're watching over this big eye that's appearing over this train station, you know, saying, like, soon the door to the next world will open up. Uh, Sionji, you know, laughing so that we can see his creepy teeth. Uh, you know, he's <laughs> the Ganma, and, you know, they're, uh, they're all happy because now the final icon has appeared, and the episode ends as Gramps, he's standing in front of the monolith as, you know, he knows that some pretty interesting stuff is about to go down. And that's how it Those goes. freaking monoliths, okay. man. I'm telling you right now, I, I am fully convinced at this moment in time that Gramps is actually more evil than we think. I actually don't want them to go that down that Which route, because I, I think it... I think it's. I think that's kind of an overused trope, I don't where the per where the person that's helping them turns out to be the main bad guy. Really? I, when has that ever like? When has that ever been a thing? Like I can't. Wizard. Okay. 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 That one time, but I mean, to be fair, I don't... <laughs> you asked for one. Time, he gave you one time. <laughs> okay, that one time, but sort of guy. Yes, yeah, sort of, gun, But you know, I wouldn't argue that much on Wizard because, like, all Wise Man did was just, uh, and like spoilers for anybody who's seen Wizard, like, all Wise Man did was just give him his powers. I mean, he wasn't like a regular mentor character. He he, he came back and gave him the Drago timer. Yeah, but you know, he but in that regard, you know, he was a little bit more like Gosei. You know, he was just handing him things randomly. So, does that really count as a mentor thing? Sure, why not? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I guess I'm arguing like I don't think that this trope was being used like that much. Like the only time where I think I it was officially used was like in O's with Ankh, but uh, but even well, then, no, I mean, no, no, Ankh was, was always shown. Yeah, yeah but Ankh was always like that, and even Ankh Unc, was wasn't hiding it. He he was he was he was kind of evil. Well, he was he was an antihero from the start. Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, he did say, like, 
yeah, that's right, Edgy. And the minute that you don't become useful anymore, I'm going to kill you. So, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, I can somewhat see where Ronald's going, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I think, I mean, I, I, I would be like cool with like them going either way, though. I think it would be a bit more interesting if they went with Sinan being the uh, ultimate main bad guy, because usually the final bad guy in most common writer seasons is probably the more interesting thing. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, aside from that, um, you know, we, they handled the expository stuff a bit better this episode. Uh, you know, I'll admit that I think, uh, it sucks how Igarashi was more of a one-off character. Like, you know, you could have yeah. kept him alive for a you, little bit. You, you would think someone this important would stick yeah, around for a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, you know it. But at the same time, you know it. They they didn't. Like I, like they they only revealed like a partial amount. You know, like revealed that like there was another guy helping Liu and Sion here, and you know that I mean that kind of exposition, which is not even that much. I mean that's okay to have in just one. Episode. Yeah, I I like I like like what I said before about how the the person of the day had had a connection to what was going on with the main hero the, this episode does that even better cuz yeah the... yeah cuz it the the guy doesn't have an issue that's completely different from the main hero no his his issue is actually what takuru is actually trying to figure out yeah, in some ways, like, this whole, uh, like, like, with, like, revealing that, like, this episode partially revealed, it might have been the last episode or maybe this episode, but, like, it partially reveals the whole thing that, you know, obviously Takaru is worried because, you know, he doesn't really know his dad's true motivations. You know, like, his dad did something that obviously went wrong. Uh, you know, it actually feels very reminiscent of a common Rider Drive, uh, Though hopefully, uh, though hopefully the dad doesn't turn out to be the main, the final villain. Like what happened with Drive, and I'm not going to spoil much there. Just kind of, kind of give you guys a bit of it. Like Ronald knows what I'm talking about, but uh, but yeah, I do want, I, I do like where they're going with this whole like experiment uh, that happened with Ryu Tengiji. Like somebody betrayed them, and you know maybe that could be Sinem, but we really don't know yet. Like I'm really. I'm really interested in it. I'm really or more obviously Sionji. Don't trust the grams. Um, I will say that at this point, and Anthony, if you're after listening to this ever, you're right. I like the Nari now. <laughs> I, I'm I'm disappointed. I have to say this, but I actually like the Nari. Mm-hmm. Like he he's turned into like a material. Well, not really mature. Yeah, he's <laughs> a person like he knows what's up, what he's up against. He knows that there are things out there he can't control, but he's also like really he's always there willing to help. He's kind of and like there's a actually a scene in this episode where it's actually Akari being you know a little overexcited and overreacting, and Onari has to calm her down. That's actually a pretty clever role reversal. Yeah. So. But no, Onari's more like Krillin from Dragon Ball Z in this aspect because 
you know, Krillin's always there to help. He can't really do much about it, but he's always there like, I'm here to help Goku. And Goku's like, alright, Krillin, just don't die. So, that's that. I, I'm starting to get more respect for Inari. Akari's also developing a lot, like, as a character, I think. Looks pretty fantastic. I just, um,. So yeah, overall it was a good episode. I think uh, I think it was a bit of an improvement over the last episode, uh, as far as the expository thing goes. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, as I said, the only real complaint that I can give is that you probably could have done more with Igarashi instead of just killing him off in this one episode. But you know, overall it's good. I mean, they're, they're continuing, like you know, they're continuing the whole drama with Makoto, especially since in this episode we find like. It's when Dakaru and Akari find out more about Makoto's uh, motivation with how he wants to revive Kanon because they didn't know about that yet. So, th- so despite kind of laying like go- moving way too fast to like you know to figure out that he is Spectre and to learn about his past, you know they, you know they're kind of moving a bit more slowly now. So we can really appreciate that. Indeed. So, uh, not really much else to say. It's going to get much more epic in these next few episodes that we're going to be reviewing. So. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned well, next time. But yeah, so um, we're, anime- we're Tokyo Secrets and also Anime Secrets. Uh, check out our website for more stuff. Um, as always, like, subscribe, comment, Pinterest email, flames, whatever. You have to really get the word out there. Just smoke signal us and hope some Apache tracker can understand us and go visit us on the website. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to bed now because it's like late and we've been doing a lot of videos tonight to keep up with the demand. So, good night, guys. <laughs>